Welcome everyone! Oh my god, my haircut. You see also I've have grown a mustache. <laughs> my beard is gone. <laughs> but that was an accident. That wasn't my plan. Oh my hair, that's really that's not working. My today our sponsor is Mr. Cube. The butterfly cube. But also Mr. Owl Cube. And Mr. Fish Cube. And Mr. Kek. Okay, it's getting stupid. <laughs> And yeah, um, welcome Dave, hello, thanks uh, for joining me once again. <laughs> you're such a, you're my favorite guest. <laughs> yep, I'm uh, <clears throat> glad to be here once again. So glad you invited me back to your podcast for the 60, 70th time. But I guess, I guess only the ninth time this season, right? How many, how many podcasts have we had this season? Eight, this season, nine? Eight, this is the ninth now. I love how you call it season one, like like the the previous thirty podcasts were like the the prequel or some shit. Like no, that's the, the stuff prologue. we just forget about. Yeah, the uncut version, you know, yeah, the, the web comic, uh, as it were. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So, Dave, your job is to do the flashback, as always. Please. Go for it. Okay. Well, last time we had a really great podcast. If you missed it, you should check it out. Um, and that was with Daniel. And I think we both really enjoyed ourselves. We asked him some really hard-hitting questions. Uh, there was a lot of drama. And um, definitely should go and listen to the entire thing. Otherwise, you might miss something. Yeah. Totally agree on that. So, I think it's about time. We have people here. I think we move in. Approach a Belgium. Are you ready, Dave? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello, Mr. Project Belgium. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Hey, what's up, Belgium and uh, Dave? How are you doing? Wow, so much energy. That's the first guest we have with energy. It's incredible. <laughs> I had really? Make, Usually really people join. say to me that I don't have any energy at all. So that's a, that's a nice compliment. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. We're off to a good start, I see. Yeah, Dave, you wanted to say something? No, I was just going to say we, we needed to make Daniel rejoin with more energy. Yeah, true. But I, I think you're, uh, you, you've started us off at a good level. Mm. And uh, I'm happy for it. And uh, we'll just try and, you know, get through this hour, hour and a half as quickly as possible. So <laughs> two hours, four <laughs> hours. <laughs> Let's see. I, I, I'm down for four hours. Oh, four. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> like we had two hours plus with Nilly, and it was so freaking long. <laughs> like in the end, uh, I didn't even talk anymore, I think. I was just sitting there and listening to Dave and Neely speaking about some random stuff. Pretty yeah, much that's like never that. happened before, right? Yeah, true, <laughs> true. And sometimes it's just this kind of, especially the last episode, it was so late. <laughs> I was half asleep while the episode was going on. Uh, but Dave carried it pretty well. Yeah, that was good. Good stuff from Dave. Right, Dave? Dave is a professional caster. He's used to talking a lot. Well, I don't know. I'm definitely a caster. I don't know about professional. We're going to have to see how this goes and then we'll reevaluate <laughs> at the end. Oh, man. Oh, man. But yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell the story why I have no beard and only mustache. Well, actually, it's not that important. Let's move on. Um, yeah, Belgium. So you're. Oh, my God. Thanks for the host, Dave, for one viewer. Much appreciated. <laughs> Belgium, how is your career going in uh, Age of Empires? 
Um, do I even have a career in Edge Vampires? Well, you earned some money, so you kind of have let's, one. Uh, yeah, let's pretend like you do have a career in Age of Empires. <laughs> and you can tell us how that's going. Um, well, in my opinion, I, th I think it's going fine. Obviously, I haven't won any like major tournaments or placed top 16 in any S-tier tournaments, so to say, but... I mean, I'm I'm still slowly improving, and I I think maybe this year um, I can get like a top 16 performance. So sl slow progression, but I'm I'm happy at the moment. So for anyone that's like super, let's say they're just a casual observer of the game, and maybe they're not super familiar with you, where would you put yourself? Like top 32 or like top 50? Mm. Where 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 would you rank yourself? Yeah, I would say around around like 30th, I would say it seems fair to me. And if you were looking back at yourself from like, let's say a year ago when, or I guess it's a year and a half since DE got released, were you better ranked or worse ranked? Where would you put yourself like a year and a half ago? Mm, honestly, maybe somewhere between like rank 40 to rank 50 i don't think i like in like number wise i don't think i improved that much but i just feel like my like all the small details like decision making uh, strategy choice that all improved and also the confidence for the tournaments because i i think like a year and a half ago every tournament that i played i was a lot more nervous so that's also like a big a big factor if you're like competing because you can be a really good player, but if you're nervous, then you're going to make a lot of stupid mistakes. Mm. And I think that definitely, that's definitely something that is improved and which is really important. Yeah, I think you're like a, a really a tiny step away from getting like into the top 16, just like one tiny step, because we already <laughs> saw like how, how you can perform sometimes uh, taking games from uh, like a top four players and so on. I think in a tournament, you took a game from Hera, for example, or also in Hidden Cup qualifier, um, you took a game from Winchester, who's uh, also pretty decent, probably in, a, in the top 16 level. So yeah, I mean, it's getting there. Mm -hmm, yeah, that's true. And honestly, like that game against Hera, like if we if we talk how confident I feel against top players, I would say out of the top five, if I would say for me, top five is uh, Viper, uh, Hera, Leary, Mr. Yo. Um, well, that, now I'm missing one player. Mm -hmm. But let's say out of those uh, four players, I would say against Hera and Mr. Yo, I feel way more confident than against Fiverr and Leary just because whenever I play um, Hera and Mr. Yo in the, in, on the rank ladder, I just feel that, that my games are pretty competitive. Um, like way more competitive than against like Viper and Leary. If I play against those guys, I feel like I don't have any shot at all. Okay, that's interesting. Is that because of the the play style, or why is that? Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, I think it's play style. Like Leary, he's just like so fast. Like whatever you do, it feels like it doesn't work. And then Viper, he's just so smart, and he can get away with with everything. Yeah, and also he punishes you hard for your mistake. Well, all those mm -hmm. four players kind of punish you hard. That's interesting that you see some difference in the top four because they're kind of equal at the moment on that level, I would say. 
but that's mm-hmm. always yeah, true. It's hard to determine. Um, then we have at the moment we have the deathmatch tournament going on. How is that going? I think you did you sign up? I'm not sure. No, no, I didn't. Sure. You didn't? Is that much no. on your thing? Mm, no, I've never liked it. Okay. I think like two days ago I was talking about it with I think it was like Stefan Klavskis and Metal. Like we have a little Facebook group. And um I think I played like four um ranked deathmatch games in seven years. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's not really my cup of tea. I see. But do you think it might help you for maybe the late game? Mm. I'm not saying that your late game is bad. Yeah, just... yeah. <laughs> I feel like deathmatch is weird though, right? Because it's fast speed, so everything kind of changes That's a little true. bit. Yeah, true. I mean, I I guess it can help, but I I don't really see that much benefit in like practicing and practicing it, especially yeah. like. Since there aren't that many tournaments in it, it's not really that attractive, especially if you don't have any experience. Feels like you have to get past that opening too. Like you have to su- survive long enough to gleam some sort of skills for RM from deathmatch, because the opening is just like predetermined builds. You're spamming units. You're not thinking about cost efficiency early. You're just thinking about getting that placement. And then once you get into the middle game, then that's some skills you might be able to transfer over as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. I played, I believe, like one deathmatch game against Sito like a month or two ago for some small tournament. And I mean, the opening was just an absolute an absolute shit show. I had no <laughs> clue what I was doing. I was just like spamming spamming stuff. And then once like the game stabilized a bit more and it looked like an RM late game situation, then it was more manageable. But yeah, the opening is definitely something you got to get good at and probably the, the key thing for DM. Do you enjoy watching it? Because, like, from my perspective, when I cast with Nilly the the Death March World Cup, I feel like the first ten minutes I don't enjoy at all with the buildups. But then once you get to like the map control portion, then it starts getting a little bit interesting for it. And then you go past that, and it's just a, a slog for two hours with some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Uh, well, actually, uh, like I do enjoy the opening because. It's really strategical and you could honestly like lose a game in five minutes and then yeah like you said if the game gets past 20 minutes it could take like hours and hours to end the game sometimes but i i do find it enjoyable to uh, view but uh, not really to play it's mm-hmm. not my thing it's so stressful right from the start on like a normal in a, ran- uh, a random match game you can just chill at the start dark cage building your houses but people pool getting your board and so on unless someone wants to lame you and deathmatch is just right from the spar pure action and ugh, nah. yeah i think it's that's also the reason probably why deathmatch doesn't have so many players it's just so mm, yeah, hard true. to get in and also, like, if you wanted to casually stream it, you always have to focus. I think it's like hard to make an enjoyable stream out of just like playing that match. Yeah, probably. Yeah, over and over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> you keep also... getting games. Yeah, there's it's gonna be tough. Plus, you can't really queue up against other good players, right? You're gonna get, there's so few people on the ladder. It feels like you're gonna get some people that are way below you as well. Mm. Yeah, tough choice. <clears throat> aye, aye, aye. So, I saw you just beat Sito lately in a show match. 
Yeah, we've been we've been having, I believe, three show matches against each other now. I won the first one, he won the second one, and I won the last one. <laughs> and yeah, those have just been a lot of fun. I think they were all best of seven. Mm-hmm. Um, they were hosted by OGN, the yeah the French, French streamer. And, yeah. yeah, like they were really fun. Afterwards, we also did some interviews every show match, and yeah, I've been I've been enjoying those. Nice. What do you think about the show match meta i guess you can call it like the amount of show matches right now seems insane to me uh and that just shows like how much interest there is in our community but what what are your thoughts on there being you know four or five show matches every single week i mean i think it's i think it's good especially as a player you can make like some some money um if you're not a top player i think show matches are like a nice alternative to get some uh, AOE income. And like, because we have so many tournaments nowadays, people still want to see players um, like perform at the highest level. I also think it has to do with the spectating not being the same as on Vubli. Like, oh, you could see all these high level players playing on Vubli, but on the it's a bit more difficult. And with show matches, you just have a guarantee that you have like really good gameplay on your channel so i think that's the reason why we see so many more uh, show matches nowadays do you watch show matches by yourself or are you just uh, uh, playing them do you mean if i watch other show yeah, matches exactly yeah yeah like now we have the best of 21 against doubt and uh, Jordan, I've been watching yeah, most of that because I'm currently doing internships, so uh, I gotta make, I, I gotta see if I have time for those. But yeah, in general, I do, <laughs> I do like, uh, I do like to watch show matches. Okay, I see. Yeah, sometimes I like them to, to especially the best of twenty-one between Doubt and uh, Jordan was a pretty cool event because both played the game for a really long time, especially Doubt, obviously. And so there was like a big history behind those two players. So that's, that was pretty cool. But else... Yeah, f- yeah. funny thing was that the uh, best of 21 between Viper and Jordan, that happened when I just when I first uh, joined or when I first, first started playing AOE online and I had no clue who they were. Because that was played in uh, 2014 in January. And that's when I just uh, joined the game. I think like early January. And one of the first uh, Twitch streams that I saw was of that series. But back then, I had no clue who they were. And then two or three years later, those games got, I think, recasted. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, wait, wait a second. I saw those games two or three years ago. <laughs> and then I made the connections. Oh, wait, that was actually Jordan. Because Jordan, he also left at that time. Mm-hmm. And then I made the connection. Oh, those two guys, they were actually really good. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I know the Viper, but... Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I remember you uh, back in the time you played under the name Spear 101, I think, right? Or yeah, yeah, true. Or something like that. I, I think even uh, typed it in the chat like, a while ago. Yeah, uh, good times. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You were Spear? Not, this, not the Netherlands Spear guy, the Belgium one. Oh, okay. That's not the same. Okay. I was like, whoa. <laughs> 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 not 101 it's something with a 4 14 spear 14 that could be yeah. and it's also no. not written spear it was written like this i think right like uh, german spear 
Yeah. That was my nickname. Ah. I typed it. Okay, I see. Okay. I, see. I, see. I was about it to was be just like an, there. <laughs> it was very just like my old uh, RuneScape nickname. <laughs> How do you come up with Project Belgium, and and why? Um, I think it was like 2016 or 17, and I wanted to make a new account, and my goal was like. I'm done with the Spear account. I want to get really good. So I did the pro. And since we didn't have any good Belgian players, um, I just put Belgium behind. And that's how you got Project Belgium. <laughs> Not a real interesting story, but yeah, <laughs> that's how I got well, it. Most most names don't have a good story or it's a made up story. <laughs> you want to know how I got my name, Bullet? Because you're fat like a marauder. No, my mom <laughs> called me David when I was born, so... Ah, uh, you mean Dave. I thought you were talking about the uh, Wishes Marauders. And I love Age of Empires. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow, just wow. Easy clap. Yeah, easy clap indeed. Mm -hmm. So, Belgium, we were, we were talking about DM, we were talking about show matches and how you enjoyed the best of 21. Is there a, like a tournament or a tournament series that's your favorite? as a pro player like whether to play in or, or to watch what's your ideal tournament that we we have going on right now mm, the one that i enjoyed most playing was um orn big nomad cup though it wasn't the most competitive it's just because i really like to play nomad and i like to play team games and that was like a yeah like a, a chill team game with a lot of nomad maps and i really enjoyed that but to, to watch, probably, hmm, I wouldn't say I have a favorite for like 1v1 or team game tournaments. Mm, honestly, I, I couldn't choose. Like, we have so many good good ones. We have Memp, who hosts uh, like the KOTD. We have T90 with uh, his Hidden Cups. But I, I honestly couldn't couldn't choose between those. But if if we talk about which ones I do enjoy most for playing, I would say more team games because you just you're just practicing with friends you're having a lot of fun um training and just yeah hanging out in voice chat that's what i like the most seems like less pressure with team game tournaments too mm -hmm. yeah yeah true like if you if you fuck up in 1v1 you can't blame anyone else <laughs> exactly. or you could say yeah I, I have a bad map or bad matchup but at the end of the day it's it's you who, who mess up and in in a team game tournament you can still mess up but you can have teammates bailing you out or vice versa or just blame your whole team for losing that's uh, what i do <laughs> exactly yeah oh man do the do you like what do you prefer yeah, playing team games or uh, 1v1s because at the moment there are not so many team game um, tournaments but a lot of 1v1s right mm -hmm. Ooh, tricky tricky like regularly i would like in general i would say 1v1s are more enjoyable to play but i, I like it definitely i do enjoy the team game tournaments from time to time even though they are like, um less frequent so to say it also feels, it feels weird now with with team games like the it... de is just it, the lag bothers me so much i don't know if you guys have it as well but as soon as a 4v4 goes past like 30 minutes my computer starts shutting down and it's a good computer and <laughs> it's just like the game starts I, I don't know how to explain it it's it's feels so weird to me yeah that's why i never 
like I think I haven't done a ranked team game in like three three or four months. <laughs> the only team games that I do is like with the team game group that we have with the high rated players. Yeah, that's kind and of sad. in general, we don't really have that much lag, I would say. So in that in that aspect, it's fine. Yeah, but you were mentioning. Oh, go ahead, Bullet. Yeah. Also, it's kind of scuffed how everyone all the force in uh, team game matches, and uh, I just feel like um, searching team ranked is not really as fun. I would prefer, if, actually, for team games, I would prefer it would, if it would go back to uh, hosting lobbies. But on the other hand, it takes a lot of time uh, to get, get also on the back and boobly times uh, uh, to get going a team game lobby. So I don't know what's better. Team games is also uh, always a bit of a problem. I don't know. But yeah, Dave. You, you were mentioning nomad as well and that you you liked nomad when when you were part of orn lewis tournament what mm -hmm. what are your thoughts about the current nomad generations do you like the fact that there's more spread out food sources and sheep and less of like <laughs> it, they seem more blobby than than the old nomad you know where you could get a bay in the middle of the map where you could get like almost different islands seems like we don't see that anymore in the generation yeah, I, I'm not sure if they changed something in the last months because I still remember in the early days of, well, early days of the E that they, they had like the generations more like uh, the old Fubli days. But yeah, you're definitely right. We don't have those crazy generations like we used to have. But in general, I do I do like the map more with the spread out rhinos and stuff like that compared to Fubli. Mm -hmm. Also the, the sheep. I feel like nowadays it's really hard for you to get a bad start. If you just do like some basic scouting, you're always going to find a, a rhino or boar or some sh or some uh, sheep. And the shorefish as well. It feels like that's mm -hmm. a super underrated buff for Nomad, right? Like sometimes you would be struggling uh, to even produce villagers, but now with one villager constantly collecting shorefish, at least you can you can make something happen. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That definitely was a was a big thing. Yeah, no, Nomad Bet is cool right now. I wish uh, someone would host every week some Nomad games. I would love that. Yeah, and that's probably what it would take to get the Nomad community back up and rolling again. I mean, there was always Nomad games in the Vubli lobbies, yeah, but now with the the map pool being the way it is and people being able to ban maps or Alt F four, it kind of. You know, that's kind of a casualty of the of the matchmaking for DE, which is so nice to be able to just queue into games, but also kind of kills the uh, the niche communities like Black Forest or, yeah. or Nomad or Arena. Yeah, I guess that's the nice thing about the team game group that we have. I think like half the games that we do, half the team games that we do is on Nomad, so that's that's pretty nice. <laughs> well, probably because of the Chinese boys, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> like they'll uh, adore Nomad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, uh, I think for team games, it's besides Migration the best uh, the team game map. Well, Migration, I'm probably I'm the only one in the whole world wow. with that opinion. But <laughs> Migration, old water meta bullet. 
Yeah, but even in the moment, I would love to try it out. I think it's totally okay because you have some uh, still some options for uh, cool border battles as well with Berbers or Vikings and so on. So it's been like way too long since I played a team game on on that map on migration. Do you remember Belgium? Do you remember the guy who used to host migration? Like he had three thousand games reloaded. Yeah, three thousand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I remember him getting up to like, I played him a couple times and I beat him and then he, he somehow got up to like 1950 or some ridiculous rating and I joined the game and I was like, this can't be right. <laughs> and I was like 1700 at the time and I just, I beat him again and I'm like, oh man, Lopez, you got to get it figured out. <laughs> That's amazing. He, he was the Hoang of uh, migration. Yeah. Well, I was the Hoang of islands, so... <laughs> Hey, you had some bullet had some big wins against some big names on island. Yeah, I think I also played Pro Belgium on islands back in the time, if Ooh. I remember correctly. And Cito, Cito uh, wrote me actually a message that he remembers me from Moobly Islands and that I destroyed him uh, apparently. Ah, that was so but, good. But I, I can't remember you destroying me, so. Ah. <laughs> Well, you've obviously blocked it out of your memory. It was yeah. very yeah, exactly. for you, and you know, can't be losing the bullet chin. <laughs> I just remember bullet, like it was like four years ago. It must have been bullet where you would message me like every time you beat a big name on islands, <laughs> and then we played one our first one v one. And I don't think I'd ever played an Islands 1v1 and I beat you. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was not my proudest moment. And then you beat me like 10 times after that. Yeah, still, that game that I lost to, that, uh, that was the game I, uh, that counts. <clears throat> Speaking of water maps, how, how do you feel the water meta is right now, Belgium? Do you think it's in a good place or do you think um, some changes need to be made? Hmm. I, I think it's I think it's fine like compared to a couple of months ago we do see like more of the more of the galley play obviously if the distance is short you're gonna see fire galleys 100% of the time but on on island I do see I do see that we're like shifting more towards uh, galleys now than we used to do also in the map generation I believe um, one of the Red Bull maps I believe it was cattails if I'm not wrong that had the water in the middle with like some rocks to to block the fire ships to make galleys a bit more viable. So I think if we see those things that could make the the balance a bit more favorable towards galleys compared to like the dominant dominance of like fire ships that we saw for the past couple of years. But it's funny, like uh, when I play islands, when it's in the uh, ranked uh, pool, I always favorite the islands. I always play Vikings and well on my level it's probably different but i have so such an easy time when people play play italians or portuguese or so, uh, something i don't know it's just it just feels easy to beat fire galleys with normal galleys uh, just with, uh, with vikings i don't know maybe it's just because of the level but yeah if you i think it, it goes definitely goes back to what belgium was saying though like it has to be a dock that's you know a side dock or something like that that's not super close like you're not going to be making galleys on four lakes right yeah, mm -hmm. yeah of course thing. yeah i think it i think water meta is actually in the best place it's been in a while as long as you discount the fatoria 
issue with Portuguese. Yeah, yeah that's true. stupid. There should never be a resource that's um, how's the endless, like you're yeah. endlessly getting um, resources from something that's that's not really an Age of Empires thing and should be removed, in my opinion. They should be able to be converted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know when that would ever come into play, but imagine converting someone's Vittoria. That would be that would be one hilarious moment. <laughs> or like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to balance that that building without it, like Portuguese losing their unique thing, and like without making it either too strong or just unbelievably weak. It's well, speaking of infinite things on islands, you can also. Um steal your enemy's fish traps since we learned that from viper so if you have malay i'm not sure if you're gonna get those infinite ones if you steal them no, from i malay. think it reverts back yeah probably right uh... <laughs> that was one of the that was one of the dumbest games i've ever cast the hero first <laughs> viper on the fair civs cup final oh my god dude where <laughs> Like Hera had hussars running around Viper's base and Viper had no villagers, just fishing trips with fish traps. And the game ended with Hera having one galleon that he was trying to micro against Viper's fleet. <laughs> yeah, that, so that gets kind of dumb on islands if you have Malay or, or Portuguese late game. Yeah. If I would ever host a Master of Island 3, I would just ban all those shitty sips, you know. That you would see Berbers, Vikings, and some other like Koreans would be fun as well. All the cool sips. Italian, nah. Portuguese, no. Any other good um uh, weird sip? No, no, no. Go away. This would be the the uh, the best water tournament the world's ever gonna see, and I'm gonna host it at some point. The Maybe world's in... going to see it? What, what? Sorry? How many people are going to tune in? Uh, <laughs> 10 people, maybe. Oh, the world. Sidefly, nice. Pete. <laughs> 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 but it's going to be fun. Is there any... Uh, like Speaking of the water tournament that Bullet's going to host for 10 people, is there any like tournament settings that you'd like to see, Belgium? I would like to see... Another 1v1 tournament with Nomad maps. I think, didn't Nerd Rage Quits host one of those like one or two years ago? Yeah, like in the summer, it was like Nerd Summer Nomad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Summer. Something like that. Yeah. That was but yeah, not I, last I like, summer, but yeah. the year before, I think. Mm -hmm. Like if we speak about or if we talk about maps that I like, um, I like the hybrid maps more than, let's say, pure water or pure land because. I think they are a bit more strategical where you have to decide, okay, do I want to invest into water? Do I want to invest into land? How much should I like defend, attack, stuff like that? So I definitely like tournaments with a lot of uh, hybrid maps. Yeah, it puts a real, wow, there's like a crackhead outside my window. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He's yelling bend over. I don't know who he's yelling <laughs> to. But... <laughs> You're right, everyone at home, make sure you bend over. <laughs> oh, yeah, it feels like Nomad is, uh, it really highlights decision making and like the risk reward of stuff like you were talking about, you know, whether you go on water, whether you go on land and no game is 
is ever the same. Um, so it really mixes it up, and I think you're you're kind of preaching to the choir here because me and Bullet are big Nomad fans. <laughs> Yeah, but Mr. You said you are not very knowledgeable on. Dude, I like. <laughs> I actually like. I I, I kind of giggled at the time, but I'm kind of mad at him for saying that. Like that's just rude. That was just fucking. Mr. I was trying to <laughs> ask a question, and it like okay, I get the Koreans are okay for Nomad, and I've played more than enough Nomad games to know that. But it's not a super common pick, and he treated it like it was like the most common pick in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Oh man, that's such a oh, blast! Well. <laughs> I got, I got owned. So there we go. Yeah. Well, you at his best. <laughs> uh, you are such a fun guy. I didn't know that before that interview. <clears throat> to be honest. Yeah, he's a really good guy. Hmm. I actually watch his uh, live streams quite free frequently from time to time. Oh. Like the last two months, I've been watching his live stream and then I just do like, I translate the page to English. Then I have a um, uh, like translation stuff and then I just type in English, it translates to Chinese. I paste it in his chat and then everyone thinks that I'm Chinese. <laughs> I'm like, sure legit. they do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> No, no, no! I, I, I swear, like, so many people believe that I can speak Chinese, and I also have—I um, don't know if you know Heavenly Chorus. Yep. He's like a yeah, he's like a Chinese guy. So he he gives me like some meme sentences that I can post, and they're like, "Wait, how do you know that this guy must speak Chinese?" It's actually really, really funny that they that they do think that. Or they're just telling you that, and everyone in the chat is like, "Oh no, the bot is bad." <laughs> It's just being nice. <laughs> is there anything like for, watching him play from his point of view? Is there anything you notice about his gameplay? Because a lot of a lot of us, you know, don't watch the Chinese live stream. Is there anything like is he super quick or quicker than you thought? Or mm, no, I wouldn't say so. It's just that he has really really good uh, decision making and his uh, strategical mindset is good. I don't think he's like a particularly fast player. Like one of the Chinese players that was um like interesting to watch was licks because i think it was red bull uh will do two or three and i opened his stream and like this guy casting he's like the chinese memp he was yelling <laughs> he was yelling louder than memp i was like wait who the hell is this guy it, it, it was just crazy i'm like too bad that i don't understand what he's saying but yeah licks is probably like the biggest hype caster in the scene Oh man, I need to tune in one of his streams. That sounds uh, like so much fun, <laughs> even if I don't understand a single word, but <laughs> it's just the energy. The energy must be really cool. Do you like how how can you even like interpret everything on those websites? That's my question. I don't know where the viewer numbers are. There's so many pictures of like pandas and sharks and everything. Yeah, yeah, you have like all the pop-ups. But I get I get so can, confused. You, yeah you can sort of disable it and like with the with the auto translate it's not always perfect but you can somewhat understand what's going on so it's still it's still doable and it's like great to have sort of like an insight on on guys who usually don't see playing live so but in general i only usually watch uh Mysterio. like you do have um paladin vivi Lix, and those guys streaming but i i rarely watch watch them 
Well, I'm probably still not gonna try it because my last experience with that site was incredibly <laughs> bad. <laughs> it was Nations Cup 2017, I think. Oh my we god. Were... Okay, Belgium, we were basically streaming the games from like the Chinese point of view. Or no, we were no, we were streaming having their stream up because that's where the camera was for the players. And mm -hmm. somehow I don't know how Bullet managed this, but he got stuck at the exact same point in the progress or in the um, the broadcast, which was like three hours behind the live game. And he'd switch browsers. He went on incognito mode. He like restarted his computer, and he was still stuck at that exact moment. Oh, and what? I don't I know. I don't know how. I but that whole hacked by Chinese. <laughs> Dude, that whole cast was so scuffed. We did like <laughs> nine hours from like midnight to nine in the morning. Me, yeah. Bullet, Damn. and Mamacita. Yeah, Mamacita and everyone was super drunk. <laughs> was cool, and, yeah, and there were so many crashes there. I don't know if you remember Nations Cup 2017, but the finals were something else. Yeah, it was, it was a shit show. I also remember, like, how, who was it? One of the Brazilian players <laughs> built, like, markets and made all his trade cards behind the markets, and there was a wood line, so all, the, all his trade cards <laughs> couldn't leave the area. <laughs> like, 20 trade cards just stuck in the corner. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Finland uh, had Black Forest as a home map. Like, this <laughs> it was a shit show. Oh, God. <laughs> it was awful. And, like, you could tell that the, the crowd there... I mean, they were being nice, but they weren't super into it because it was a, a final between Brazil and Finland in China. Yeah. Definitely oh, yeah, not yeah, what yeah. they had planned, you know? Yeah, that one. That's, that and was they, really, they that for was sure, something else. <laughs> for sure thought the Chinese team was going was gonna to make it to the final. Is there any, like, past tournaments, like a Nations Cup or something, that you think back to all the time? Like, what was your favorite tournament? as a player or as a viewer of all time? Um, I think it probably was War is Coming. Because in War is Coming, they also did those uh, giveaways with Razor mouses and like yeah, keyboards, that's it, t-shirts. Yeah, and I was also one of the lucky ones to get a mouse. Mm. And I think that was, was that in 2016? I believe so, right? Thing. or 2015 yeah oh. that was also like one of the first major tournaments that i that i watched and where i finally understood like something of the game that was going on so that was definitely 2014 in may says robo and robo is always right but it finished up i think it finished up in the winter time i'm pretty yeah yeah, yeah. i think it was like near christmas something like that near the end of so long yeah. ago damn yeah i still yeah, have the... my razor mamba the I remember getting it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like the, the Nations Cups were my first tournaments that I played in. I think it was Nations Cup 2015 yeah, and 16 or 17. No, 15, 17 was the fourth edition, and 15, I think 15 was. Canada versus China in the finals. Yeah, that was 15, and 17 was Brazil versus Finland. Yeah, and the funny thing was, 2015, I think I played like, that's when I played one year, roughly, and I already was the best player in, in my team. <laughs> but, so like, Wasn't that please be gentle? He, he was the best Belgian player, but he didn't, he never participated in Nations Cup. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, his yeah. rating was scuffed, to be honest. It was just Black Forest. <laughs> it was nabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember like for the 2017 one, that's when I sort of knew the community a bit better. I, I reached out to him and he was like, yeah, nah, I'm not going to play in this one. Have fun. Do you remember the time when Please Be Gentle was the like the biggest streamer in age? It was like him and Mem. <laughs> no, Katsuri. Yeah, guy. I do. Like Please Be Gentle, Black Forest, and then like some um, hardcore music yeah. <laughs> or some rock music in the background. No, it was the EDM, dude. And then he got like the the super hard resolution. Style, style. So he he would play at like 4k resolution or something and he'd have him his own cam like in the dark of his room yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but quality dude, entertainment please be gentle did some funny shit though for example the freaking cooking stream while he was drunk that was freaking hilarious <laughs> oh, those are good times also like the the, uh, the videos from the lawn and like all the guys from Woobly went to some big lawn, I think, also Iwick. And there were some really yeah, yeah. funny videos. That one was in Belgium. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, yeah. the big Belgium lawn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where, where Iwick was drunk. Yes. On the, yeah, that was a legendary one. Oh, that was so good. Age of Empires, the game. <laughs> <laughs> was that the one... Wait, was that the one... Uh... Where Katsuni said Zach looked like an alien. Yes. <laughs> oh that my one. god, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what a shit show. That was a shit show indeed. Also, Jeanette was there and so on. All those old people. <laughs> oh my god. But some funny. Yeah, I, I was debating to go there, but back then I I didn't really know like a lot of a lot of people. I think Robo and Helene were probably one of the first people that I knew from the community. And I don't even know how I got in touch with them, but I still remember like playing on on HD with them. And Helene told me uh, that you can put your eagle inside of your TC and you can heal it. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? This is so broken. You can heal your scout in into the TC. What the hell? This is OP. <laughs> Uh, totally. Oh man. I do you do. still think it's OP? Yes, I still do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't do that yeah, with the normal scout, so there's that. Well, you just build a castle. Yeah, and uh, heal all your paladins. So, oh, someone on Reddit <laughs> explained that to me. <laughs> but yep, herbal inside. medicine, dude. <laughs> Most underrated tech yeah. in the game. Herbal medicine, you know. <laughs> It's uh, funny how a herbal medicine is basically just like get an extra plus three HP on your Aztec monks. That's the only time you're ever gonna get it. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. When you get uh, going for the victory on time, and it's about score. Oh yeah, true. Red Bull Wallalo. Mm. We can see herbal medicine again. Yep. Exactly. Maybe some campaigns. Uh, I don't know. Hey, hey guys, I've a, I've a small problem. I've drunk a beer and I really need to go to the toilet. Can you continue, guys? And I'll be right back in two minutes. I'm so sorry. Very professional stream, by the way. I'll be right back, man. Belgium, have you seen the um, the changes for the upcoming patch? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yes, that is. What are, your, what are your thoughts? They're not confirmed, right? Or yeah, like well, we're be... just, the the way this works is we're just gonna you know hype it up and assume that all of them are confirmed every single change. <laughs> well, the the Inca one was a bit controversial. Like you had a lot of people hating it, but honestly, in my opinion, I still think it's fine. Like the Inca rush, it was just so dumb that it existed for years. It seems like. I, I mean, Incas, in my opinion, have, have always kind of been undervalued as like a normal sieve to just play um, straight up. And people always think about the, the tower push potential. But now without that, where do they sit in terms of sieves? It feels like just a worse mezzo sieve now, right? Mm, yeah, true. Like, yeah, like you said, they can still play standard pretty good. I would I would compare them a bit to Byzantines. Like they have a lot of answers against uh, most sieves. They don't really have great eco, and yeah, they're just like a, a worse a worse mezzo. But I don't think they're bottom tier. Like they are, they rank a bit more, like if they go through with those changes, I would say they rank a bit more towards the bottom. But they're definitely not a bad sieve. I think we will stop seeing them maybe in in uh, Red Bull as well. Because we saw them quite a bit in Red Bull Wallalo. Mm, yeah, yeah, true. Villager armor, like, yeah, exactly. going for, for Incas. Yeah, but it, I think it's like with many sieves that are the case, like, they're good, but they just miss one or two things that you just go for, like, the same sieves that we always see over and over again. Mm -hmm. But they're not bad sieves, so to say. Was there any other like big changes? I, I I feel like the only one I focused on was the Inca, <laughs> the Inca one because that's the huge change. Oh yeah, they also had the Burgundian one, where they where the food price is half or like is halved for the or lowered for the eco upgrades. I think that's gonna be quite big, if you can get like um, double bid X for fifty food in Dark Age. Yeah. I think that's gonna make the Sif quite quite dangerous. Because yeah, we'll I feel like how it plays out, I guess. Yeah, I feel like Burgundians they don't really have the best options in Castle Age, but with the cheaper eco takes, they could go for like a, a pretty dangerous night spam in Castle Age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess the it, it sounded broken at the beginning, like mm -hmm. the eco upgrades being an age earlier. But once you really start thinking about it in their current state, anyway, before the food reduction. It's kind of like, okay, I get the eco upgrades, but I'm only getting them a minute or two before I normally would. And if I only yeah, have yeah, like true. 10 villagers It's not like you're going to get a hand cart with 20 villagers. Mm. Yeah, like exactly. I guess th they could have some applications, like if you were in like a four lakes team game or something where you get gill nets early, mm -hmm. that could seriously boost your eco. But other than that, it seems kind of underwhelming for sure. Hmm. But the uh, Sicilians are actually not that bad, I think. Like the, the for example, the, they don't get counter attack extra damage against their units. For example, like spears are not as strong against their scouts and so on. So I, that I makes the it... issue with them is like scalability, though. In, into late game, right? Because like I think their their yeah. arbalists don't get don't get thumb ring, correct? Yeah, and they also missed the last uh, defense upgrade. 
Yeah, mm. that's ter terrible, actually. Mm. If but they yeah, if they that... had that though, they would be pretty nice because then they wouldn't take bonus damage against skirms, or they would take a reduced bonus damage. Mm. So they're kind of like yeah, that's... yeah. Maybe that's why they they uh, removed the last uh, defense upgrade. But yeah, I also felt like Sicilians. Like people say they are trash, but if you just go like um, scouts into knights or skirmishers mm. they have pretty good eco because if you can get horse color their farms they're gonna last towards the ends of castle age and then you just have a lot of wood that you can invest into like your military or just getting better eco so yeah i don't think they're that bad i feel like going just straight up archers in feudal age i mean i think sicilians are just a, a sieve that hasn't been totally figured out yet yeah agreed. and there, there's been plenty of sieves like that in the in the past right and we just need six or seven months to really <laughs> put the pieces together and a couple big tournament performances with them or you know new builds with them that are highlighted by the top guys to get get the ball rolling mm -hmm. yeah true and like we haven't seen any like major team game tournaments with them i feel like Sicilians and Burgundians, they're not the greatest sieves for 1v1s, but I think in um, like a team game setting, they could be a bit more fitting. Hmm. Well, we kind of saw it with, with two pool, um, since they were be drafted for the other team quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Now true. it's 2v2, so it's not hmm. really a prime example. If we get a 3v3 or 4v4 tournament, then potentially. Yeah, but 4v4 tournament... Just not a great fan of 4v4 tournaments. Just not a good setting, I feel like. It's, it's often so stale and boring to watch, in my opinion. I think 2v2 and 3v3 is so, so much more exciting than 4v4. Yeah, I do agree. Like, 3v3s is probably the, like, the most exciting mm. as a viewer and as a player, because if you're pocket, you really have to decide, do I want to help one flank or the other? Mm. So that's it's like, yeah. a lot better now that you can choose your positions too. Remember the old three v three? Oh where, like, yeah. If you, pick, if you pick Mayan on your team <laughs> and you get stuck in the pocket, you're just like, "Well, this is GG." <laughs> yep. <laughs> or God forbid, Aztec. I remember one in Nations Cup 2017 where Mentalist went Aztec and he ended up in the pocket, and I could just see it. Like I was watching the game and I could feel the gears turning in his mind. <laughs> And then I see like three villagers coming forward in Castle Age for some siege monk push. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't do this normally. Yeah, that's why we always saw like the same like four sieves on Arabia. You had to go like Chinese because they can be either pocket or flank. Mm. Then you go something like well, Hans was uh, an option. Uh, yeah, Hans. Spanish for trade. Yeah, Persians also, but yeah. And yeah, I still remember like in ECL, which was like a tournament that was had a high prize pool and you had a lot of players like advocating for the fixed... Wait, did we have fixed positions in ECL? Mm, don't think so. No, that wasn't... Yeah, there it was also like players just getting so screwed over if you had a bad uh, sieve position that it was just like not enjoyable to watch because you know if they have fixed positions, the game would just be so much more competitive and entertaining. Also, I remember a matchup. I think it was also 3v3, and then the team uh, took a restart because they got Mayan's pocket, and in the restart, they got Mayan's pocket again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that must have been so frustrating, but yeah, that's RNG. You know, it is nice looking back on it. Um, the amount of like map scripting that's been done, the amount of like team position adjustments, the, the civ adjustment adjustments to make things more balanced. It feels like we're needing less and less rees in, in, in tournaments than we needed in the past. Like the amount of rees in the past, remember for like a best of seven, you would have two rees for each players mm. in some tournaments. Like it was ridiculous, man. Yeah. Yeah, especially especially in like those team game tournaments. It could be like let's say you start at 15 GMT and then after the drafting is done and with the Reese, it could sometimes be like one hour after the the start that they were playing the first game. Was, oh, yeah, yeah, pretty bad. I, like that. I vividly remember <laughs> wasting <laughs> my fucking weekends. Oh my god, that was terrible. That was uh Yeah. Or just like the Arabia generations where your sheep could be stuck in a pond or like your boars behind the endless wood lines. Yeah, all those bad maps. Or you don't have a wood line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. You remember King of the Desert 2, I think it was? where the I think that was the most ridiculous Arabia generation we've ever had. Like that, that stuff, I remember watching one game, I think it was Max had a forward wood line. And that's it. On his half of the map, like a forward woodline, just one. Mm, yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's enough for the start. <laughs> it, was a, it was a buff for Vivi, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's why we saw so many forwards back in the day. Also, back then, Chinese was a risky pick because often your sheep, sheep? were uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really far away, so you had, you had an incredible bad start. Yeah, back then you had to like scout with every single field that you had with your scout, and then you still had to pray that you could find your sheep. Yeah. Oh God, getting Chinese on like migration or oh. islands or something. Oh. <laughs> Chinese on migration was the worst. Jesus, it's just gonna send every village and every corner. And like oh the way migration used to work, those sheep would hang out on the very edge yeah, of the shoreline. Yeah, that was like, so bad. bad. <laughs> it was not fun, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, map generations have, have come so far. It feels like we understand what's needed more now than ever. And uh, yeah, Chinese, I guess that's something we don't talk about after the last like year and a half. It, it pretty much happened in what, Hidden Cup 2 is when the map started uh, being adjusted so that the sheep were spawned closer to the TC. Somewhere around there. Yeah, did you also in King of the Desert three have your like starting sheep once sheep underneath the TC immediately? I think so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, the Chinese they were really really strong on that one. I think like now that we're talking about sheep, actually, I think a good team bonus for Incas would be to like instead of the faster farms, like just give everyone a llama under the TC. Yeah, and that might Maybe. be an interesting uh, thing. Nah, I mean, it's an extra hunt under food and it's instant, so mm -hmm. it's not bad. Yep. I agree. Not oh, yeah, instead of the farm thing. Yeah, Typing I was thinking, the, like, uh, wait, what the hell is their team bonus? But then, yeah, it's the farm, the super useful one. Which is actually, <laughs> like, not useful because the yeah, amount yeah. of times that I've researched horse collar and then gone to drop, like, five farms and then realized that it didn't kick in for any of them is so stupid. <laughs> 
Oh man, you're just hurting me with this dumb team bonus. Yeah, and it was also, I think, like a couple of months ago when I realized that the horse color upgrade takes a, a bit longer to research than to drop your farm. Because in the past, I always used to click it and then instantly drop my farms, but they would always get built a bit faster than horse color was researched. It's like maybe like one or two seconds uh, slower, but yeah, you gotta watch out with that one. Hmm. Yeah, the few on a second, typing in the balance Discord. How about we give? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you got removed from the Discord. You're still in it. Okay, I guess Dave is busy. Oh man. I'm famous now, Bullet. Yeah, Sorry. I noticed. You're way too I, cool for me now. This I got days. in there a couple days ago again, you know? Oh, okay. But when are they going to invite me? I mean, come on. Islands balancing? Said Dude, thing. I've, already, I've already put your name in the pool, and they said no. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm uh, Feels bad, man. <laughs> How hard are you guys looking uh, forward to like having AOE meetups again? Oh my god, so much, man. Oh man. Just for a chance to see Pro Chapelchum again in his glory, manly <laughs> body. Yep. <laughs> looking forward to seeing Bullet in person for the first time yeah. ever. After five years of knowing each other. Yeah, it's crazy. Not longer, actually. It's like seven years or six. I guess yeah, there are still so many people that I want to meet. Yeah. Like, I think two years ago, or like one and a half years ago, I was going to meet Daniel, but he, like he was doing a trip. I think he he also went to Japan and he visited uh, Chart, the Japanese player. And then when he was going to Europe, I think he had like an infection in his eye and then he had to cancel like one week before we were going to meet up. Oh, so that was really bad. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, and then we also had last year, it was Hidden Cup 3 watch party in Netherlands. And like the guy who was hosting it, he invited me, he arranged a hotel for me. I think Zach was also going to be there, Zero Empires. But then uh, Corona obviously hits and it got cancelled. Oh, man. That wasn't the one with all the controversy around it, was it? Or was that the one in England? That was another. Was... That was after uh, Corona already happened. They wanted to do alarm, right? Yeah, but that was for Hidden Cup Three. That was the watch party. I think it was the uh, hand. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it was like the one in Netherlands got cancelled, but they were saying like, "Oh yeah, no, we're just we're still gonna do our yeah. uh, watch party in Netherlands, uh, in uh, the UK." <laughs> do you like those drama threads? Do you miss the drama threads? Or follow them at all yeah i do i mean we, we still have them right so okay it seems kind of muted now compared mm, to well that was kind of drama but it was a sad one because there was about two pools and the team of pro Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah true. but that was really sad and not entertaining it at all to read that was just me looking and reading and feeling bad <laughs> for everyone involved yeah the thing was like i posted that and then the conversation got so derailed it's like if you post something like with a bit of controversy people are gonna like shift your words a bit or they're gonna yeah. think it's way worse than it actually is uh, well that's AOE zone and well 
in general. That's the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, true. Man, when you're a big streamer, people uh, tend to take stuff out of context and post it uh, everywhere and make you look bad and stuff like that. It's freaking stupid yeah, and they sometimes. Clip something out of context and take it to another Twitch channel and post it yeah. in the chat. You're like, well, what do you think about this? That's just. Yeah, it's so unnecessary and such a dick move. I'm actually glad that most of our streamers, actually pretty much all of them in our community don't fall for that sort of shit. Like they'll always go and, yeah. and look for more context rather than like reacting to something right away. And I think it's also like everyone is cool with everyone. So mm -hmm. if they say like, oh, Viper MBL said or talked shit about you, Viper is going to be like, why would he? I would say that and then you just check the clip and it's like some some nonsense out of content out of yeah. context stuff yeah the scene yeah. in general is pretty cool in aoe like but that's also an effect because everyone is pretty old or most of the people are pretty old in the age community and i think like everyone has been around for like at least five years for like the people that know each other so yeah true that's crazy. <laughs> Insane. It's just like one big family that you never can leave because when you try to leave the age community after some month, you already will go back again. Mm -hmm. I'm just Look waiting of the big return of Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. Oh. oh my God, Eddie. I haven't seen yeah. him in forever. Uh, same, man. What a oh my God. Waiting for uh, Swedish Bullet to get off Vubly too. I saw you advertising his stream the other day, Bullet. Yeah. That was interesting to see him playing on Vubli. Why is he still on Vubli? I guess because question. of the Black for, uh, Forest lobbies. Mm, okay, I get it. Yeah. yeah I think sense. I saw him. I think I saw him live today, like a couple of hours ago, as well playing uh, Vubli BF. Yeah, I see. Me. The real beefy players. The beefy players, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't like beefy, but I like the players that are playing it. <laughs> All cool. Let's people. see who's. Who's on top of the team game ladder right now on Vubli? Oh my Is it God. him? It might be him. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Actually, might be, dude. No, never. RM Team Games. Can I even log in into Vubli? <laughs> oh my God, look at everyone's like, everyone's decayed down to 2K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no surprise there. Who's on top of the 1v1 ladder? I think at the end I had like six or seven 2k accounts on Fubli. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm still one friends with the Viper on the Fubli, so that's important. <laughs> is Loisa playing? Why is he 10th on the 1v1 ladder? That's weird. He's. Okay. He was playing in November. Alive is still playing in the ranked ladder in the 1v1. Well, maybe his computer can't handle uh, DE. <laughs> maybe. Uh, or maybe it's because Alice is still playing on um, Boobly. <laughs> or is Alice playing on DE? I don't even know. I do kind of feel bad sometimes when I, I think about how everyone shifted to DE after so many years with Vubli, but then, you know, it is it is a better game and there's no reason for us to like continue to support a platform that we don't enjoy as much. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, where also there's no progress on it, right? So. I guess like the only thing that Vubli had better was the lobby system. But besides that, yeah. like these very on, yeah, on at, every aspect. At, uh, today at this point, yes. At the start, mm-hmm. it was looking different. At the start, I was very skeptical of the EVO because there were so many problems and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But good thing, it really shifted into a positive way. So yeah. yeah. If I watch some old games back from like the Vubli days, I'm like, damn, this game looks so old and ugly. It's crazy, yeah. You just got used to it. But now mm-hmm. when you played like for, for a year, DE, you can't go back. What yeah, like I... back then, I was like, people say the graphics are bad, but honestly, it's not that bad. But if you look at it now, it's like, damn, it yeah. was actually really, really old. Yeah. When I go back and, and play games on there occasionally, though, all it takes is a couple games for me to be completely immersed in it again and not notice anything. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. okay, because of the custom scenario lobby. But that's I mean, that's something else, man. That's not No, 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 no. I'm talking about, like, the graphics. Like, once you start oh. playing a couple games okay. back on it, like, it just, you know, your mind will convert the graphics into being better than they actually are. I guess that's true, yeah. And no, well, I... this guy who's number one on the Muhammad, who's number one on the 1v1 ladder right now. And the comments on his profile are just... <laughs> nice picture, bro. You are such a stylish and cute boy. <laughs> <laughs> Handsome but weak player. <laughs> I missed the profile, but comments, I missed that shit. Classic, dude. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah, he's from his birthday, is, like he's born from 2002. Yeah, he's super young. And, yeah. That doesn't make sense that he plays in Wubli <laughs> when he's so young. Why would you not play the new game? <laughs> uh. Wait, I, I see that he's friends with uh, Stefan. Oh, What's... God. Uh, maybe it's Stefan. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no, going to no. send it. I'm going to send it to him. <laughs> see if he knows who it is. Interesting. Yeah, Watch like... Stefan <laughs> send a message back like, fun and cute boy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great response. <laughs> Uh, are the guys behind Vubli still supporting it? I actually don't know, but I guess so. Yeah, yeah. There's still tons of people on Vubli, man. Like, they're still... I don't know if they're making money, but they're maintaining for sure. Yeah, I see like 3,250 players online right now. Oh, nice. That, that's yeah, that's a lot. Like, there's 719 in the Medieval Siege lobby, and somehow there's still 190 in Custom Scenario, even though it's been dwindling for years now 573 in the new player lobby like there's still tons of people playing on Vubli. yeah that's those are healthy numbers also interesting that uh at the moment there are still 176 players in age of mythology that's actually crazy it's the only place you can play it right yeah i was about to say that you've you have a hd version but it doesn't work really right broken apparently i I never tried it but i think it's kind of like AWE2 HD. Oh my god. Oof. I defended that. I remembered me, me in 2013, me, no, 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 HD is better than Wubli. <laughs> uh... I, 
I don't know. I guess it had to do with like everyone's different setup, but I never went on HD and had a lag free game. Not once. Yeah, I was about to say that like didn't that have worse lag like the worst lag? Yeah. Yeah. And not even just like connection lag, like computer lag. It was it was awful. Yeah. Well, the blessing of peer to peer, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the one of the biggest things with DE that we saw was like the, especially for 1v1s, yeah, like service. back in the day, if you had to play against like a Chinese guy or a South American guy, if you're in Europe, you always had like 400 ping. And nowadays it's maybe like 160, maybe 200 max. So a lot more doable. Yeah, the servers are definitely like such an upgrade in terms of quality of life and like playing experience. But yeah, it's... It's such a blessing to grind 1v1, really. It's like, it's just cool. Like for 1v1 ranked at uh, DE is a, re a real blessing. And you don't have as many people, like there's still people that will alt have 4 for nice maps, but you don't have as many one-trick ponies that just wait in their room like all day and then pretend like they're not there if someone better than them enters their, you know, Arabia <laughs> 1v1 or Mega Random 1v1 or whatever yeah. lobby. One one islands. <laughs> it's like you wait in a room for twenty minutes, and their AFK symbol never goes away. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're here, man. Good you just don't want to play me. Good times. But it also, I, I guess, it can backfire though. The servers, like in three or four years from now, if the game's not as popular, they, they might, might just shut it down completely. Right. And yeah. then where do where do you go from there if you want to still play AW2DE? Well, they probably make it back to peer to peer, I guess, if that's ever gonna happen. But well, at some point AW2 will die. At some no. point. No. <laughs> Man, at some point, Dave, you're 50 years old. I don't think that you're gonna play Age of Empires 2 as often as you do now. No, but I still play it occasionally. You can't. It, it, you this is know that. Man, all of us. I think all three of us. I think this is too big a part of our lives to just abandon a hundred percent. Yeah, I think so too. Like you always get that itch. Hmm. Let's see. Hmm. If AOE four, for example, is super good, then maybe it's different. Then maybe I would abandon AOE two. Okay. Well, maybe when I'm 60 years old, I will just gonna try once again some AOE 2, like the William Wallace campaign. <laughs> Something like that, maybe that. <laughs> You'll always have a game where you can crush your children at. Until the, yeah, because they're probably not gonna get better, you know? They're, kids, ki Your kids won't practice Age of Empires. Yeah. So you could, be a, you could be the dad that actually beats his kids at a video game. Yeah, but then they're gonna be like, "Ah, this game is boring. Yeah, give me exactly. some, <laughs> give me some shooter game. Yeah. Give me Fortnite three or four. <laughs> uh, quick walling at the age of sixty. Yeah, looking forward to it. So, I think it's now time for the questions from the chat. I would say. I think it would be great timing right now. So, chat, if you have any tools, we give the A's. Or approach a Belgium will give the A's. 
Unless you have some more questions, Dave. Or maybe mm. Belgium has questions. I don't know. How are you, Bullet? That's a. I don't like this question, really. Okay. Like it's, it's such a. Like how are you gonna answer the question when something uh, someone asks you how are you doing? Like I don't you know. Say good. Yeah, that's such a boring answer. Like why? <laughs> Uh, has the crack <laughs> a question for you, Dave? Has the crackhead gone? Uh, yeah, the crackhead is. Uh, well, I mean, technically, he was already in his own universe, so he wasn't with us, but he has left the vicinity, for sure. I I don't know who he was telling to bend over because there was no one there, <laughs> <laughs> yelling "bend over" at nobody. Maybe he was looking for his friend Ben. Bend over, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, sure, that was it. Um, what's what is it? your oh. internship? Someone asked. Um, I'm doing a marketing internship since I'm hey. doing a bachelor's in marketing. There we go. Look, a fellow marketing bro. Wait, you're also a marketeer? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, now you're cool. best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's the two stem for? I'm new. Uh, the I don't even know. Ah, uh, yeah, it was because of a font I use for the letters, and the Q looked like a freaking two, so we just embraced the meme and made it a two. Very funny, by the way. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, how did Belgium get into AOE? From Knoll. Ooh. I actually, I actually got into a AOE from my father at a really young age. I think I was like five years old when I played AOE one. Probably was one of the first games that I that I played. And then, um, yeah, I just played the rest of the games of the series. I played Age of Mythology. I played Age of Empires two, and then we also had Age of Empires three with all of the expansions. And like I still remember when I was a kid, my father would come home from his work. And he would play um, like some AOE two campaigns, and I had to go to bed. But I was like brushing my teeth for like five to ten minutes just so I could see him play some more of the campaigns before I had to go to sleep. <laughs> That's so cute, so wholesome. And then, yeah, and then in like 2014, I was bored and I had like a, a drawer with like old CD games, and I saw Age of Empires two, and I remember like how how much fun I had as a kid, and then I installed it again. I played the campaigns for like one or two weeks and then I wanted to like see if there was still an online community and that's how I found Vubli and well the rest is history. <laughs> nice. That's a good story, man. When you have children, you can tell them that. I when thought I... Dave is the teacher. Would you let me teach your kids? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> it's a bad example. When is Belgium moving to Ghent, the superior city of Belgium? <laughs> uh, well, they do have a they do have a nice castle in the city center. They're like um, doing renovations on a couple of castles in Belgium, but uh, there's a bit of controversy because they want to get like um, how do you say it like a 
entrance hall for the tourists where they can go and visit the castles but they're building like a lot of um, modern buildings and like people don't like it and they say like oh you're ruining the history by placing these really modern buildings next to like 500 year old castles See, I see. Uh, Slicker Show One has a question. Um, okay, to all of us, do you, do you guys see the meta as fixed, or do you see see it evolving more? And if so, in what direction? Oh, that's a lot of questions actually. Well, Depends on the changes to civs, right, and the changes to maps and what tournaments are being held. It's definitely uh, going to evolve more. And also, what players going to try out? I mean, mm -hmm. but if no one tries out something, then nothing will change. I mean, meta also changes based on what the current meta is. You could have a meta, you could have a strategy that won't work six months ago and works now in the exact same settings yeah. because, you know, the thing that it counters is super popular at the moment. So that's, it, it, that's the sign of a really healthy game. And I think right now the AOE2 meta is in a health. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Like the meta has always been evol evolving. Uh, I don't yeah. think it ever stopped. Yeah, the best example for um, drushing, like you don't see too often people drushing these days. While mana dorms, back in Boobly, no one did mana dorm rush. And now uh, pretty much everyone does it. Yeah, true. And like we have frequent balance changes nowadays. And that also makes it that the meta is always going to keep evolving. Mm. True, true. I think it was, it was always evolving. It just sped up so much. Like it, it previously it would take a year for the meta to evolve. And now it's like, it happens in a month. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, like everyone is streaming. So if you see something that works, people are instantly going to pick it up and mm -hmm. yeah, it's just going to spread away faster than it used to do. Especially with apps you can download on your mobile, like uh, AUE2 Companion. Maybe you know that app. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty useful because it has a list of all the build orders and so on. And also you can follow players. So you can uh, check their matches, what they're playing at the moment, which sifts and so on. So especially for tournament preparation, it's kind of cool thing. Like in a casual approach, not on a pro approach. Okay, next questions from BDOD6. Do you think AUE4 will create a new generation of pros for both games or will the current pros be the pros in AOE4 too? I would say probably the latter from it because like so, some basic stuff from AOE4 is going to be the same as for AOE2. So at the start at least, um, the really good uh, players from AOE2 will um, be very good in AOE4. But over time... It will change maybe, yeah. Yeah. Now it will really depend how good the game is and so on. So yeah, there mm -hmm. are a lot of factors. I mean, they also they also have access to the alpha and beta versions earlier, right? So they're going to get that those extra months in yeah, of true. practicing the game. So it'll take someone else uh, a bit to catch up. Mm, true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do agree. Um, which Belgian beer is your favorite? I guess that's a question for our Ooh. Mr. Belgium. Oh, there are so many good ones, yeah, but yeah. I would say my favorite is uh, La Chouffe. Oh, it has like a, 
it has like a leprechaun on the on the on the glass. How do you glass. spell it? I love Belgian. Um, How do you spell it? Can I get it here? <laughs> so L A space yep. uh, C H O U uh, two Fs and then an E. Schuf is very good, Dave. So if you never had it, buy some and drink it. It's a really oh, good. I've had no, I've had this before. It's good beer. Yeah, that's. What's the the other one? The the one that's most commonly stocked in our stores is uh, is it Leffe? 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 Oh no, in yeah, terms yeah. Of like Probably not a, a big brand of Bel like not a Stella or Trois or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Leffe then. Yeah. I enjoy it. I can't drink more than like four of it because it's it fills me up. But <laughs> so it's good beer. Okay. Next question from Kualepi: Was it true that scouts uh, scouts opening was more of a meta and when we won the archers before the? Well, to be honest, on Wubli, ninety nine percent of the games were hunts versus hunts, and everyone, pretty much everyone, opened for a long time only with scouts, and sometimes it was a drush. Scouts into archers were was often the choice. Well, that kind of that kind of yeah. changed with Wallow Kingdoms. So I guess true. it was twenty seventeen mm -hmm. that that that. Yeah, true. And that was still on Wubli, actually. Surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah, Wubli times are not so long ago, actually. <laughs> yeah, and also like we do see more men arms now in DE, and I do think that's because um, when we went to DE. Uh, infantry units they got I believe it's uh, tracking mm -hmm. what it was on Vubli like the plus two or plus three line of sight um, like units units have it for free now and back on Vubli like your men at arms and your spears they used to have like uh, way less line of sight and I, I believe that's like one of the main reasons why they are more popular right now than they used to be true tracking was a thing yeah, yeah. I forgot completely I about that that's just one of those buffs that you don't even you don't even think about. You don't even consider. It's just like it feels nicer to have men at arms on the field with it than without it. Yeah, yeah, because like now you have, they have like five or six tiles of line of sight, and back then they had like three, so they could barely see what was going on. Yeah, true. Also, cartography. When's the last time you thought about that tech? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be like that period where you um, had it for free, but you had to click it first. Yeah. Uh, is there anywhere where, uh, where we can find games with old meta from uh, two uh, uh, 2005 to 2012? Oh, uh, Nilly has done some yeah. videos on them. Yeah. yeah. Here's a lot of stuff actually there. Also, if you just Google it, I'm pretty sure you will find some library where there are some ga games are saved. Also, I. There's a site which stores a lot of games, but I forgot the name of that site. But I'm sure if you Google for it, you will find it. Um, Belgium, uh, question from uh, Monsieur Ivik. Uh, who's your favorite sparing partner or training partner? Mm, I would probably say Daniel. Aww. With Angelina Jolie in a, a second, uh, like second place, but only slightly behind Daniel, because I feel like Daniel and I are more evenly matched. And I feel like against AJ, I have a bit of an easier time to to win against him, though we still have really competitive games. But with Daniel, like we both have like roughly the same level, so the games are super competitive. 
because right now Daniel is playing in a USA Cup, so I helped him prepare for that a bit. Mm. And yeah, it's just nice to have like a, a really good friend to to practice with. Uh, again, a question from Knotler. What about the really good AUE three players? I think it will be fun to see if the two or three players are better at AUE four. Well, I don't know because I don't know any AUE three players, and I never I feel really like, played AUE three. Yeah, the 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 thing is like some of them might transfer over, but I think when you have a bigger scene and a and a more robust competitive scene, that drives up the the skill of, of all the players involved so i think the aoe three players might not be at the same level respectively as uh the aoe two guys are like we saw it with just de coming out the level the playing ability and the level overall in the pro scene went up by a massive amount um and mm -hmm. yeah true true i think we'll see but, but i do think that. like aoe three players probably have more of a drive to move to AOE 4 than yep. um, AOE 2 because AOE 2 already has like a, a, a decent sized scene where I would say like the AOE 3 scene is rather small and if they switch to AOE 4 which hopefully has a really massive scene I think that's more beneficial to them. Mm -hmm. Great. But I mean either way AOE 2 scene is going to grow from AOE 4 whether the game is good or bad. Yep, and I hope it uh, continues. I hope both games can be successful at the same time. I want something where it's like a, a melee and and smash ultimate scene where you have both having a competitive, uh, you know, a competitive scene at the same time, and maybe we can mix them into the same tournaments as well. That would be that would be, be cool, cool. Yeah. Imagine a lawn where both games are played tournament wise. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Dude. Yeah. Okay. And you wouldn't you wouldn't need the individual investment for both games, right? So you you could do two and mm -hmm. one for half the price. Yeah. And then one guy is gonna win both uh, both games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe. I I am interested to to see the game though. Like, it's I know a lot of people don't like the graphic style and whatnot, but I, it it does look very interesting to me, especially with some of the mechanics like hiding in forests or like mongolians mm -hmm. being able to move their whole base and yeah. I, I don't know it just it looks cool i also mm -hmm. i don't care yeah. too much about the graphics as long as they look okayish i'm fine with it but as, as long more... as the movement is good it's fine yeah yeah it's just the animations should really be up to date that's what i'm hoping because in, animations play such an important role i think like also for like um uh, fighting like animation cancel and so uh, stuff like that you know uh, shoot and run, all, all, all that stuff that you can do pretty well and pretty smoothly in AOE 2. So, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah like, like as long as the gameplay and the mechanics are good, I don't care that much about uh, the graphics. Yeah, I mean, we played, we played, we played Fubli for years. We yeah. don't care about the graphics. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. The only thing that bothered me on those graphics was the archer's arrows. They seemed really like. <laughs> weird I, I don't know if you guys thought the same thing no i didn't even pay attention to the arrows <laughs> i can't remember them actually maybe i need to rewatch yeah i also don't remember <laughs> do you think there's what do you think is going to change with the 
Grand Dukes expansion. Do you think we're actually getting new civs? Or is it just going to be like a campaign expansion? Yeah, like people were instantly saying that there were going to be new civs, but I honestly don't think that we're going to get new ones. I feel like they would have advertised that. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm definitely looking like, like it's definitely going to be interesting to have the co-op campaigns. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to speed runs on those. That would be super cool. Yeah, I need to start and like, some campaigns. Like just more campaigns in general is so great. And I think it's really something that they've missed out on in developing the game. Like if they had come out with an expansion every three months last year, but it was only, you know, two new campaigns for four ninety nine, or, or, you know, even 10 bucks or whatever with no new civs i feel like people would have just ate that up like there's so many people that play this on single player and are older and have like a, a stable mm -hmm. income that can afford it easily enough it seems like a no yeah because you have like so many cool historical stories that they can still tell yeah and also if you don't implement new civs then you can't have like the the keyboard warriors complaining about pay to win stuff exactly like that. exactly a uh, question from Dodimu. Do you guys like the AOE2 from today more or where, uh, where the small AOE2 community from t uh, 12, 15 ye years more? Well, pff, uh, I like it more right now, especially uh, playing-wise, but the old community was super small, so that was... It was kind of cute to hang around with the people on uh, TeamSpeak, but that's not like 12 years or more around. That's like uh six seven years ago so not that long ago actually but i think like it's just nostalgia dude like you're thinking you when you think about to like 2012 to 15 or, or whatever he was referring to you're only remembering the good times you're not remembering all the bullshit in between right yeah but what was great the team speak times the, yeah the, 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 those were great times. i met so many cool people over team speak but i think that had Discord. to do more with our age and what we were doing with our lives than <laughs> anything else, you know? <laughs> Maybe. The archers are shooting spears in AOE4. Okay. Oh, so they are uh, super long arrows. That's what they found. Okay, I see. What about you, Belgium? Do you miss it? Mm, I mean, well, I, I started in 2014 and I would say I became like involved with the community more at the end of 2016. So, but yeah, like the TeamSpeak, TeamSpeak days, they were really fun. So I, hmm, do I miss it? Not really, honestly, <laughs> because I just have more memories in like the, the last couple of years mm -hmm. that I've been more involved, so to say. Yeah, and also the game is at a much better point right now. So, like, and if I, even if I could go back, I wouldn't. <laughs> Are there some more questions? Let me see. Ba, 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 ba. Oh my god. Well, I was question. No, that's that's me. We're not gonna trash talk about HA here, okay? <laughs> You can it's so to. nice. You got anything to say, Belgium? You better than AJ? <laughs> well, well, yeah. I am. 
How much better? Like, like a lot better? <laughs> or way better. Like on a scale from one to ten, how bad do you think he is? <laughs> if so, I say a one, is that really bad? Or if I say a nine, is that really bad? Well, I'm not going to clarify. We'll just let him. <laughs> we'll leave it up to his interpretation. <laughs> for the five. Yeah, Clip I'm going to go for it. the five then. Clip it and ship it, folks. Belgium <laughs> thinks that AJ is a mediocre player. Five out of ten. Holy shit. <laughs> I see some drama. Hey, we so well, come. He, he, to he told me he was gone for this weekend, so I can I can avoid it till Monday. Uh, I see, I see. Yeah, but AJ is a really nice guy. Yeah, super nice. He's way too nice. Also one of the guys that I want to really meet, meet up with. I never met. I also want to really to meet M Terror, or also known as John Slow. <laughs> He's, He's just great. Such a fun John Slow is awesome. I called him. Oh, yeah. I I yeah. called him Eddie by mistake though. Like I turned oh. a corner and he was standing there, and I said, I said I like caught him out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, oh hey Eddie, and then I turned around, and I was like, oh fuck, you're not Eddie. He never forgave me for it. Wait, never. when when did you meet up, or when did NAC3. you meet him? three. Oh yeah, the, I missed. I wasn't there. I was at NAC two, and he was also there. It's my only meetup I've ever been to is NAC3. Yeah, I sadly missed NAC2 and 3. But I was in mm -hmm. Florence. Florence was cool too. Florence was a fun Yeah, I went to the one in Italy and then to NAC2. Those are my only two meetups. Were you not at, uh, in Hamburg or Brighton? No, no, no. No, I wasn't there. Okay. Yeah, Hamburg we were, but in NSA, uh, NSA2, but not one. Yeah, we, we met each other at uh, Florence, I think. Yeah. Uh, Was that the first time well, we, see, uh, we saw each other? I think so, right? I, I Yeah, and the only time, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, true, because you're not, we're not in Brighton. Yeah. Bullet mm -hmm. yeah, you? Oh, sorry. Go for it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a lot of times when there were, like, AOE2 events, I had exams. For example, NEC3, I also really wanted to go, but I had exams, so I just I just uh, had to skip it. I see. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Freaking exams. Bulletin, who do you think will win the Digitech tournament tomorrow? Um, probably... The, the rational male because he's the uh, first Swiss guy to reach 1900 in DE. So and all the others of us at the moment are barely 1800. So uh, he looks very strong and in shape, and he has a pretty high win rate compared to the other people. I think he has at the moment a 68% winning rate and has not so many games. So he probably can even reach uh, 2k when he uh, checks his match history. So probably by Far the best Swiss player we ever had. So, What's the Digitech tournament? Uh, it's, to, it's tomorrow. Um, uh, sponsored by Digitech and hosted by MYI Entertainment. So yeah, but only for Swiss players. I'm sorry, but it's gonna be pretty big. A lot of players. I think it has at the moment like 92 signups. Um, the signups are open until tomorrow 11 o'clock. So is yeah. Nikki gonna play? No, Nikki's not gonna play, <laughs> and he's probably not allowed to play. Freaking King Nikki, man! Uh, such a meme, such a meme. Yeah. So, 
the question, the classic question. Do you think there could be a US loan one day? At some point, yeah, there will probably one, but it needs someone who's not a lazy ass, so no one like Dave, um, or not Dave, or someone like um, T90 or Daniels, uh, someone who really wants to organize a loan there. <laughs> it's probably gonna end up with Daniel and T90 organizing it. Maybe with, together with Spring. <laughs> what you, would you call me? Right? Uh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay anyway i think we're coming here to an end i think uh yeah we're already online for such a long time big brain i see oh my god it's so cursed <laughs> it's so cursed this emote <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> it's so bad man oh yeah 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 Anyway, um, thanks you so much, you both, uh, for uh, jo uh, jo joining us, <laughs> joining me, or joining uh, Dave and I. <laughs> no, Project Belgium, really, really, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, was great having you, and very interesting. It's always very interesting to see some insight into the life or plan of a pro player. Yes, you kind of are a pro player. I'm sorry. Automatic, mm. not just a yeah. semi-pro like the Daniel tends to act. <laughs> I, I'm a full pro. I'm not You're semi. Pro. Yeah, I mean you have the pro in in your name. <laughs> exactly, it was meant to be. Exactly. So yeah, hope you had a blast. Here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. I definitely enjoyed it. Very cool. So hopefully we see each other in another time, or maybe in a call or something, or yeah, probably in the future we see each other. Definitely, I think so. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thank you, Project Belgium. Um, Dave, maybe you want to say, uh, say something to our guest. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for coming out, bud. All right. No, thanks for thanks for showing up, man. It was a good uh, good little podcast, and uh, good luck in the future tournaments, and good luck with your stream as well. Yeah, you thank can you follow guys. him at Project underscore Belgium on Twitch.tv, by the way. Oh, thank you for the shout out, Dave. All right, guys, have a good weekend, and I'll uh, I'll catch you guys another time. Bye bye. Hey, see ya. Bye bye. So, so Dave, how are you? It's <laughs> <laughs> such. Uh, well, I'm doing good today. How about you, Dave? I'm doing good. Yeah, what's your plan in life? Um, oh, see, that's it, a depressive topic, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Now that I'm famous, everything is just going to go downhill, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I see, I see. You're going to end up as a drug addict and so on. <sighs> and so I'm going to be yelling at people to bend <laughs> over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, when's Nadia coming? Uh, she joins us in exactly two weeks, the 14th of May at 18 GMT again. So exactly in two weeks, 18 GMT, same time, same everything. So yeah. As Stefan said, that guy is some arena Turk. Okay, I see. <laughs> the guy, uh, the Mohamed guy, Dave. Oh, yeah. No, he was uh, very stylish and cute. Very stylish and cute, I see. 
Yeah, Dave. It's it's time again. What's the plan for tonight? Wanna play some Apex with me, like in the good old times? I got a friend coming over. I need to clean my apartment. Oh my god. Okay. I can play a few games okay. though. I can play I definitely okay. play a few games. Okay, see. Okay, anyway, thanks everyone for tuning in, especially and as uh, thanks for the subs and also the five gifted sub, uh, subs, Mr. Oh my god, I need to scroll up. Fuck, I don't see it anymore. <laughs> Shit. Streamlabs is your friend. Yeah, oh, true. Where's Streamlabs? I don't have it open. I could also to check the dashboard, actually. Uh, let me check. Do people listen to our podcast on like the podcast websites you have it on? Uh, yeah, um, we have actually more listeners offline than online uh, or live. What? Yeah. <laughs> How many? Um, at the moment, it's like uh, up to 300 listeners. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Oh, oh, majestic, majestic Apex. Maybe he plays Apex as well. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, he... He's a bro. He subs to me as well. Yeah. That's more people than even own AOE 2. Yeah, no, right? It's crazy. They're all bots. Yeah, probably. Probably, probably, probably. Anyway, thanks everyone and have a good one. And I'm going to have some fun tonight with Dave. <laughs> right, Dave? Yeah, that sounded weird, but yeah, <laughs> yeah have a great no. have a great evening or morning or whenever you listen to this. And yeah. uh, remember, May 14th, going to be me, Bullet Chen, and Nadia here with another podcast. And yeah, exactly. So see you guys. Bye-bye.